Hello, guys. Welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, um, and and today I'm joined with uh, a good friend of mine who I've met a couple of times at different events here, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, but we haven't had. We've done like vox pox sort of interviews that've been like five minutes long. But this is our opportunity to sit down and slowly get to know Sam Pooley Stride. How are you, Sam? You all right? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm a bit. I'm a bit stressed because I'm at the point um, of. I'm literally doing the final pieces for a show, which I'm going to talk to you about. So um, I'm at the I'm at the really scary point where I'm working with a lot of different people, and what I really want to be doing is sitting in my studio, you know, painting all day. Yeah. But actually, what I am doing is um, uh, I have been uh, just coordinating everything all the time and managing people, which is a bit boring, really, it's, um, rather it's than something- creating. It's something that um, I find that I, I find quite difficult because, um, you know, with a lot of radio people and a lot of, you know, even the, the bigger podcasts and stuff, they have a, t- a full team behind them. You know, they have editorial yeah. teams, they have people that will go out and they have agents and they have things that can book for them. And um, I don't have that. So I have to like, there's sometimes where I have to step away from doing what I love, which is behind the microphone to actually like running the show. You know, you know, and trying. Yeah, to I mean, things. nowadays, nowadays, the entrepreneurial creative has to literally do everything. You know, they have to be the accountant, they have to be the head of advertising, they have to be the marketing, they have to be, you know, they have to clean the loo, yeah. they have to do everything. <laughs> and it's really, it, you know, it actually, I don't know about you, but like the, doing the creative bit is like sometimes like bottom of the list. And it's yeah, really, it's weird, really it? frustrating. It's really frustrating, actually. But it is just part of the course now. And mm. part of, I think, the modern creative is, you know, we have so many more opportunities now to show our work, to 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 be more entrepreneurial because of Instagram, because of podcasts, because of technology. It does mean that we have to step up a lot, if that makes sense. So, like, it's, a, you know, it's a really, really good thing. But instead, in the old days, you'd be a painter and I'd be sitting in my studio painting all day and I wouldn't be thinking about how I'm going to sell them. I'd just be painting. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about how I'm going to sell them, who I'm going to sell them to, what, you know, what's my Instagram post today. It's just a really, it's a really different. So I think it's, we're really lucky because when we're, we're proper on, you're, you know, you're, you're doing it. You're like, you're properly doing it, uh, but you're, you know, <laughs> but, it, but it's entrepreneurial, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, which is why we're working at ten o'clock at night, and mm. you know, getting up at six and it's then a doing the school job, run and full time you know. job, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. But, um, it is. So you're 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 busy putting an exhibition together, which is really really cool. But I think so, <clears> last yeah. time I saw you. Yeah. was we were was well properly like the last time you saw well we when we met was at my first ever solo show which was at seize the moon yes in the studio and next to my studio in the illegal warehouse yeah i've got a picture of you which i thought i stole off uh, the soden collection uh, facebook so jonathan <laughs> we don't mind me using this picture but okay. there you are in, in- <laughs> Uh, in in that in that upstairs illegal car park bit that we used on top of uh, that you used on top of Wilkinson's, um, yeah, that was that was interesting. So so that uh, that exhibition, I saw you, yes, and, you did, and then it opened. Uh, we we had a chat about the exhibition. I told you about it. An hour mm. later, 
um, the doors opened and um, it was a private view. And I did like an hour with kids because I really want kids to see the art. So they'd come in with their parents and an hour later it got shut down. <laughs> Very rock it was and so roll. rock and roll, though. It was so rock and it roll, was which is rock what? and roll. Bloody annoying. But, um, but actually, uh, off the back of that, Soden, as you just mentioned, took me on and uh, it was called Caesar the Moon, the show. And I am about to do Caesar the Moon 2 in a not illegal space. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I, like, I like that you get yeah. you know, another crack at it because there's yeah. a lot of times when you throw an exhibition like that, that, you know, maybe that was your chance. That was your chance. That was your one, your one moment. And I think that's probably what, where the frustrations lie, lie, sort of lie with all that. Is that, oh my God, this was my opportunity. When actually, you, the fact that you did it in the way that you did it has had a springboard effect for you because people were like, oh, the, not only is the art. It. Yeah, yeah. Not only was the art fantastic, you know, because not mm. only you didn't just have your artwork around, and it is beautiful, by the way. When, what I saw walking around there was great. We had Andy McEwen did a, a, light, a light thing for you, a light, yeah. a light show. Um, you had lots of people I saw in come in, in and out curious. You had, you had caterers there, you had everything. So I, I totally understand your frustrations, but the just the way you did it, I think that was what was so appealing towards that. So, oh. so bravo. Well, I'm hoping, you know, it does mean that there are lots of people who want to see the show because um although it is you know it, it's called season the moon 2 t-o-o so it's a second <laughs> version of it um and it's uh it's it's got a some of the work from the first show but the work's kind of moved on and i'm not someone who can kind of just repeat something at all it wouldn't make sense and also where we're doing it this time we'll tell you in a minute is it needed to be somewhere a bit more, uh, you know, a, a really different because basically everyone walked into that gorgeous space, which is still empty and should be used by people all the time. It's so yes. annoying. It's like a classic Shrewsbury nugget of joy just sitting there waiting to be used and it's empty. Anyway, but the point being is that it was a very urban exciting space. You walked in and you were like, wow, I didn't even know this existed. Um, so I like to replicate that was quite hard, like to come up with something new that was kind of anyway. So the new show is completely different in the sense that it's at, uh, Sultan Hall, which is out, uh, near in near Wem, you know, quite a far out of town. So terrifying for me in terms of getting people there. I'm, I'm I am scared about it, like genuinely, like to you know it's an ask isn't it it's not like can you just pop around the corner and have a look at some art it's can you get in the car can you drive you know 20 minutes away it's quite a lot to ask people anyway the point being is that the show is in these beautiful converted barns um is part of the show and then there's a second part of the show i've kind of moved it on and there's a piece um which is outside um uh in on the land and then you walk from the hall to this amazing long barrow that they've built and actually you need to go and see this anyway you need to go and talk to tim because he's fascinating he's an amazing guy but he's built this long barrow so long barrow you know um neolithical um mound earth mound with with which you go inside and it has it's basically where people put their ashes so it's it's a, it's kind of like a, a church it's like a 
Neolithical church. It's absolutely beautiful. A Viking mortuary. Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, Which, again, is totally nuts, but it it fits very well, like, to find somewhere like that. You know, uh, it's all about seize the moon, which don't actually exist. And and the whole premise of the show, like we talked about before, is that, you know, it's, it's about things that you think are there but aren't there, you know. And that can be anything from unrequited love to, you know, there's lot, lot, lots to unpick. But, um, but there's a lot of connection with this building and the moon and you know mental health which and everything we're doing the show for charity so it's for papyrus which is the um young person's anti-suicide or prevention uh charity um and so there's loads of connections there but what i love about the show is that we've kind of taken that kind of urban space and like done something completely different this time and it's um but with some of the works the same, but I've just moved it on a bit. So there's a sound installation by James uh, Risden again, Jambon, who's a very cool local music artist. Um, and there's a few little interesting sound pieces from me as well. Um, and then, uh, and then some, uh, there is a little bit of projection as well, if we can make it work, because there's no electrics in the long barrow at all. So, um, so it will be, lit by candles um and Ooh, uh, uh oh it's gonna be i honestly i often alex walk in there so i've been up there going up there every week to kind of measure walls and you know generally try and get the troops in um getting organized for this and every time i get there i'm so moved by the place there's something that's just really it's like, you know, like when you walk into a church, it's got like a real spiritual, it's nothing to do with the G, it's nothing to do with the kind of, it's all, it's just, there's something really emotionally spiritual about it. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. I feel that so about I'm really a few places in Shrewsbury, so it's good that you've got that connection. Um, mm. And, you know, if you can already start off by moving people with the the environment before you leave, you can see the art, it's a, mm. it's a very clever, a clever way of, well, of starting so. off. I hope so. And the thing is, I haven't actually physically put uh, any art paintings, any paintings into the Long Barrow. The idea originally was when we first talked about it, I was going to install some massive paintings. I was going to hang banners from the ceiling, all this kind of stuff. And every time I went there, it was just, it speaks for itself so brilliantly that I, I don't need to do that. I don't, I don't need to do that. What I need to do is get people there i mean i want to be buried then i want my ashes there now i love it i just I, I i could spend a lot of time there i think actually a friend of mine was saying we need to now build our own long barrow this could be a new trend like yeah. we need to build our own long barrow because we want to hang out with all our mates in this kind of lovely lovely party environment it's beautiful anyway I what i love about what i love about your work though sam is 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 it's all about reading between the lines you know you see something that on a page but if you focus in and and look at it you feel your own unique connection to what is on the page what is seen, you're seeing in front of you and that's what i love about abstract art it's all about you as the individuals uh, and and that's that's i love it i think it's very very but what i want to know is is sort of what led you into this form of art what make what what attracts you to, to making these kind of it's, so it's, genuinely i've been all over the place art wise um, i went to art school in uh, birmingham i went to birmingham school of art when i was 35 
and I hadn't I hadn't up until that point I'd worked in advertising and helped people young creatives get their own journey um, into being art directors and copywriters so very commercial very graphic design driven industries went to art school and it was all conceptual like everything was do a Tracy M in bed you know it was all very very highly pretentious conceptual art and I absolutely uh love conceptual art I absolutely love it um but I kind of found myself at the end of it going how do you commercialize that unless you unless you genuinely walk out and you are you've you know you've had you've had a really really good time with lady luck and you walk out walk out of art school you know like the trait like the 90s emin and co did you know how 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 do you even do that like where do you even go with that and how do you do the bit in between because the bit in between is i don't know making a print or that you sell to local people or doing a market and creating things you know we've all we've actually got to make a living as well so so long story short i i i kind of left art school feeling a bit lost with my art and I've always had ideas and I had a little uh, studio in the market hall and I was doing compost kids art school for a long time in the market hall. And, um, and then, and, and so most of my stuff always had a conceptual idea to it, but it was much more graphic driven, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then I had a baby, another baby, got many babies, but the one I had, was about I don't know nine nine years ago eight years ago and I picked up a paintbrush again and started painting but actually thought it was all terrible absolutely terrible and then Instagram came along and I started photographing the work and looking at it in macro so a bit like you're you're saying you know you can kind of go in and look at a little bit of it and then you can really get lost in it so you know started photographing that macro stuff and a very dear artist friend of mine Teresa Clark sent me this message and went, you're a painter. I didn't realise you're a painter. Oh, my God, hallelujah. You know, it was like a kind of light shining down and going, that's what I am. And I still conceptually, um, I think I've said this before, like everything has to have a conceptual thing behind it. Otherwise, it is just painting. And I can't, I, I, I can't just paint. I need, I, I have to have a kind of narrative behind it. However, I love what you said that, you know, you can look at a painting and it, it's your interpretation of what I'm trying to communicate. So I actually don't care what, you know, I know why I've painted something. But if you get something out of that, that's an amazing accomplishment because my father just thinks it's crap on a piece of paper. You know? <laughs> He's like, looks at it and just goes, you know, and my well, what is like, it? oh, there's another circle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You know, so it's it's nice that you say that. I think uh, the, the the thing I can relate to it with is um, I don't know if anybody's ever seen it, but there's um, the the, Dev, the Daredevil TV series on Netflix, and Wilson Fisk um, is is the main bad guy, the, the kingpin, and he there's this really powerful build. You, you find out who, how he becomes what he is and the kind of violent background he has. And he'd sit on his bed and he'd stare at the wall and it was kind of like that, that bubbly sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And he'd sit and he'd stare at it and he'd, he'd lose himself in this thing. And when he becomes the kingpin, he buys that very same bit of plaster wall and he, he frames it, puts it on his wall and he stares Beautiful. at it. 
and I love that. That that is that is that is conceptual art. That is, it is like it um, is completely, and it's whatever you know. It is whatever inspires you. You know, it yeah. is like you know the whole. Um, you know, we're so we're so lucky in Shrewsbury, aren't we? There's so many amazing creative people here. You know, yes. Matt Sewell and, you know, the big ones like the Charlie Adlars and that, like, there's amazing, but there's also, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Cherie, like, there's so, there are literally so many of them. Linda Edwards, like, you know, these are, they're all prolific. And it brings people in as well. It brings people like Mike Perkins. It really, really does. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I do, uh, where was I going with this? Where was I saying? That we're so lucky to have, be surrounded by so many. Yeah, but it, but it, but but and they're also there's such a difference of there's such there's so there's Variety. such a plethora of different types of art and it's so you know but I I can see a piece of I don't know I saw something Charlie Adlard did a couple of weeks ago and it was from one of his comics he get, I got one of his books and I was reading through it and it was a very monochromatic uh, comic I can't remember which one it is it's bloody brilliant anyway and I was referencing that to my abstract Caesar the Moon exhibition, you know. Wow. Then I went to the museum at the weekend and saw that 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 um, Penguin Books exhibition yes. and literally must have been staring at that lovely big wall of the books, you know, that is just this massive wall of Penguin Books and, like, looking at the different types of illustration and, you know, literally the colours merging. And, like, that was in my head for the... I just, I just, I think we're really, really lucky. We've got a really, um, very inspirational town for that. I think it's good to that you you have a license to be able to. I mean, there's a lot of towns where maybe they didn't they didn't have the the inspiration we have around us in Shrewsbury. So it's hard to be like, I am an artist, you know. And people are, like, oh, are you now? You know. Whereas like in Shrewsbury, it's kind of, oh, really? Well, I know such and such, and there's this. Maybe you can come to this event, and maybe you can. There's lots of like arm around the shoulder. Come with us. We'll help you nurture it. There's lots of peers, lots of young people <clears throat> learning from the peers. And I've seen that so much, especially the uh, drawn the illustrative fair, like you mentioned, Cherie. Just um, that's what blew me away. Is is not just it wasn't just like artists. It was yeah, I'm an artist. I'm a normal person. I make art, and the person next to me is exactly the same of it. And I'm yeah, really yeah. proud of what I do. And that's that was quite striking. I, I you know, it's really, really interesting to say that because I think I've, you know, I've said this quite a lot recently. You know, my journey of of becoming a, basically actually saying I'm an artist, I only did five years ago. I got, yeah. for the first part, I just thought I, I literally imposter syndrome winging it i'm you know this isn't you know and also you know i'm doing something that a lot of people don't understand so that you know there's there's that famous you know you know there's the there's the my kid could do that kind of thing about it all and and it is a really 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 tricky one i went to the drawn thing and did a day there and i had the biggest imposter syndrome because i'm surrounded by incredible people who can draw and are really genuinely like old school in my head when i went to school you know that was what an artist is it was someone who could draw brilliantly you know my friends went to art school in the 90s and they would do hours of life drawing hours of technical figurative like learning their craft go to art school when i went 
and you don't learn anything at all. So there's a slightly kind of fraudulent feeling mm. that, you know, I've really had to kind of like battle through that to get to the, to get to the other side. And the other thing I was going to say about it is there's no rules. Nobody, there's no book that you can pick up other than now there's one actually, a gallery's just written one about how to, how you are an artist. Like what's yeah. the way to do it? So, which is why I love things like drawn because they were, that's, that's, that's proper entrepreneurs. That's why I love Instagram. That's why I love, you know, there's an, there is a way now to communicate your creativity and sell it. You know, it's, the way it's I say cool. it is, it's if cool. you, if you make something with your bare hands that moves someone, whether it be through fear, lust, whether it be through excitement or, you know, inspiration, if you make something that may move someone emotionally, that's art. You know, and it, yeah. that, 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 that's a yeah, that's a and whether that's thing. a poem or whether that's you know a Music. song, whether yeah. that's you know, yeah, it is, it is, and it's um, it is. I think uh, I think as it's really interesting looking at Katie Rink's magazine, for example. Um, speak great guys, they do great so it, 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 She's she's doing such an amazing job, but what's really amazing is that actually the arts dominate that magazine now. With yes. that It is absolutely what people want and what people talk about now is the art movement. I'm not talking about me, but I'm just talking about in general, you know, comics, salopia, like all yeah. these different things would, you know, and obviously I do, uh, I work with um, Jess uh, on the, on the arts trail. We're doing another arts trail this year. That's going to be amazing. Amazing. Cool. That's with, um, uh, Jonathan and Jess are curating an exhibition that's going to be in the museum with some uh, really exciting pieces in there. So, like, they're really trying to pull out the big guns. They've got a, they've got a Banksy coming. They've got some like some really big stuff coming. And then I'm also going to be putting out a brief for people to respond to a brief. And then I'm going to be curating the exhibition at the um, theatre. So that's going to be happening over the summer and there's going to be uh, another trail and another uh, and all the local cafes are going to be doing um, art exhibitions. And it's just really cool. But, you know, I think I think that's a combination of uh, how brilliant the town, like how brilliant we are and how many artists like how many artists there are out there. But more importantly, that the town actually wants it, that it's that they're oh, interested yeah. in it. And, and this um, is what I was gonna I was gonna say is like if if you're listening to this thing and going, oh, what are you talking about? I don't see any of this. People aren't aren't interested in art. Thousands of people came to see Drawn like that yeah. first day. Thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, The second day it was just as it was nuts. Like it was I I, I didn't believe it until like because the, the 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 last one in the summer. I could only attend the setup. I wasn't there for the day. Whereas the second one, uh, the beginning of the year, I was kind of, I got to set up and see how it all flowed and stuff. And I was, I was absolutely gobsmacked at how many people came in to look at art, to buy art, to speak to artists. Like Gary Drew was just behind me. Uh, you may remember him from a very badly mm. sounding podcast we did not long ago. Uh, <laughs> he did the, he painted the flamingo on the seven social. He's, he's got artwork all across the town. And he constantly had someone watching him work, talking to him, learning from him. Um, and it's people like him, you, Cherie, um, Tat FB, all these people that that offer so much 
um, knowledge and inspiration to, to up and coming artists or people just to appreciate art. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. And it's exciting. And the other thing I was going to say is they're going to be doing a sculpture tour. There's a sculpture uh, trail as well, this one. Wow. And that's going to be pretty amazing. Do you know who Andrew Logan is? Andrew Logan? No, but. Uh, no. So you need to, you need to get He's He's amazing. He's a really good friend of Zandra Rhodes, who's the fashion designer and he i think he was a baddie in a bond film as well but i think i might have made that up he just looks like one <laughs> anyway but he's a very very famous quite iconic artist and he has a sculpture park or in his garden he has a sculpture thing um in near welshpool i believe and he is going to be lending some of his really big pieces Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got his own Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that was really cool. But I did want to tell you, because I'm very conscious of time for you, but I did want to tell you a little bit. I've got got another hour, but I don't want to keep you. (laughs) (laughs) We're being Um, so polite. I don't want to keep you. No, I don't want to keep you. um, I did want to tell you a little bit about the show, which is, so it starts on the 18th, so the private view on the 18th at Sultan Hall. Yes. And then on the 19th, there is a open day. It's completely free to come along, come and look at the art. You can come and see the Long Barrow. There's loads of artwork um, that the kids can do. So there's going to be lots of craft activities. Everything's free. Um, There's also hopefully lit made the lovely coffee shop in town are going to be doing a, um, they are going to be doing a a pop-up coffee shop and they're also going to be doing a very cool screen print workshop. Now the workshop is basically going to be a huge piece of canvas that anyone turns up can do a print onto and then we're going to turn that into a massive piece of art and stretch it afterwards so it's really special so it's going to be like a collaborative piece and it's got a kind of nod to the moons that i do as well and then on the sunday uh docket 33 who are the guys in whitchurch the michelin plated restaurant in whitchurch Stuart. uh Stuart Collins and Fran have designed a Seas of the Moon um, very cool menu. Okay, wow. so this is on, yeah, this is really cool. So on this Sunday, it's going to be uh, 5 p.m. on Sunday, and you turn up, and there's like, you turn up, and we go to the Long Barrow first, and then there's like uh, cocktails at the Long Barrow, and then you go back to the house, and there's like a, um, a beautiful that i think they're cooking trout from the river out like out outside on on fire and then there's a beautiful meal downstairs and then you go upstairs anyway all of it includes a hand-painted invitation with a painting on the back from me that's individual that's completely unique um signed and dated and then an an nft as well and you get all that for your ticket. And it's all going to be raising money for Papyrus. So there's quite a lot going on. And it's quite difficult to um, communicate at all. Sorry, someone keeps sending me messages. So I'm not trying to. Um, it's fine, it's so, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so there's loads going on. So Friday's the private view. Saturday is open to the public and will be really fun. And I, you know, I really want to encourage people to come to that with their kids because, uh, oh, I've done a lovely little moonwalk where you kind of go from the hall 
to the long barrow and they have to spot all the moons along the way and there's it's really cute it's gonna it's gonna be a really lovely weekend that's I, I, why i'm a bit stressed yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad, make you, really. well this is the thing right you you are constantly working and busy and stuff i mean <laughs> i remember the first time we actually met do you remember this outside the, the market hall yes yes what was i that, doing though um you grabbed me yeah. <laughs> and you were like you're the biscuit guy and i was kind of like yeah yeah that's that's me and you were like i've got this this cool little art thing i can't really say much until like the day but you're coming right and i was like okay um i i, I didn't hear anything off you and then you're like yo you're coming i was like okay so i just went knowing what to expect <laughs> and it was fantastic i really enjoyed it so um i'm always happy Aww. to help you sam because you, oh, you do a lot you, you work hard you do a lot for local the local art scene and you you're like an art rock and roll star. You really are amazing. Oh, man, at what you do. thanks. Thank yeah, you. I, I just hope the works. So this is the bit where you start like really yourself. So I've got three week, two weeks to go, two weeks to go, and I've still got four empty canvases. And I wake up at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning, going, ah, I don't know what's going on these canvases. And I think today I've had a little. I went to hopefully made to do some printing today for the show, and I think I've finally kind of got my ideas but it's really stressful because as as you get kind of more uh, under pressure to do the work is when you get kind of stunted creatively so it's a bit of a kind of yeah. really difficult weird time i don't know if that happens to you if yes, you're kind does. of like when, when you you know and i even just like talking like like talking is quite exhausting right and that's what you do for a living it's it's but when you're under pressure and you've got loads going on and you're managing all the other things it's quite frustrating i've always said i've always said i can talk about the inside of a ping pong ball for about an hour mm. and a half i really could it's like it's one of my <laughs> thing i do the hardest thing to stay on is being professional and uh, and thinking about improvising you know blah, blah, blah. everything i do is ad lib I've, I've, these are the notes i'm making oh, this is my to-do list and there's the dates that you've just told me i don't, don't have notes it's just conversation because i feel like if i'm like what is your favorite color what is what instruct <laughs> um i feel like that's what that kind of loses the the, uh, the magic of what we're doing yeah, yeah. but what, what i was going to ask you is you know you're yeah. talking about um <laughs> i love that uh what um is you know you talk about you've got a deadline and you've got to get these things done do you feel like you make your your best art when you're just free to do what you like, or does that deadline actually help you in a way? Bit of both, bit of both. I mean, I you know I've got a day job as well, so I work, I, I I I do a day job three days a week working in London, and I know that if I've got more pressure, I get I get more shit done. Do you know what I mean? Like I think yeah. I just think that we are. You know, um, my lovely friend Claire, who helps me with everything, says, you know, today we're going to eat a frog. That's our that's our thing. So <laughs> if you're going to eat a frog, you're going to do all the crap bits that you don't want to do. You know, like I'm, I'm the one that does their tax return on the 28th and gives it to the accountant who rolls their eyebrows and, the, you know, oh, my God, here we go again, Sam. You know, but I suppose my point being is I think pressure is really good for some things. Yeah, for creativity not always so good especially when i'm curating a show because the problem is that i have now you know i've got docket making this beautiful meal and i've got these four spaces for these four massive canvases yeah and i'm just always slightly worried that i'm gonna kind of i'm just gonna quickly while you're here because i'm in the studio so this is all that's all work for the 
show. Hang on. But I just wanted to show you this. So um, This is cool. On. We're on the this move. Is cool. folks. We're on the, We're move. on the move. So this is all work for the show, work for the show. Wow, the size of that show. canvas. Yeah, wow. so that's a big one. This is the biggest one. And so this has been like sitting um hang on. Can you see that? Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah, I see that. We lost you for a second there. Oh, she's gone for. I think she's gone to a bit where there's no signal. <laughs> That's what's happened. Before. Damn it! Connection's oh, too bad. Sorry. I, did, I, I got. I, got, I, I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot oh, well of the big. Yeah. Okay, so that big so. one. So this is a really good example, right? So that big one was like I did that one, and it's the biggest canvas of the show. So it's a two meter by one forty canvas, biggest thing I've ever done. And I nailed it in a day. And I was like, I don't, I, you know. So then you give yourself a bit of a full sense of security. You're like, brilliant. Like, I've, if I'm doing one of those in a day, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, had, I've uh, got uh, four blank ones that I just can't do. Like, four <laughs> of them. And I'm just staring at them going, I don't know how to do the next one. Because that's what's quite the, nice. <laughs> what's, the, what's the thing that clicks to to take from what what's what's in your mind onto a canvas what's the thing that kind of the catalyst for it is it like uh, i don't know are you watching a movie and think oh i need to do it now uh, or, or you listen to a bit of music or how do you take your I, ideas and put them I, so um a lot of i was actually reading an article the other day about how um you know there's a lot of artists that have a very kind of set r- rituals and routines in their day mm-hmm. um my husband will tell you, I have absolute, I cannot ritual. I cannot do anything the same way any day, every day, every single day is different. I've got three, well, I've got four kids, but three who, you know, that we have to organize all the time. And so for me, it, it's so sporadic when I'm in the office as and, and, when you can. And, and as and when I can do it. So therefore, yeah. um, I can crack on a bit of hunky dory or the mission i've got a lovely little record player um, and i and i have like three or four records that i play a lot over and over again and that and that's when i'm in the zone i love that um i say i'm going to listen to podcasts i have a massive list on my wall of podcasts <laughs> and i never get around to listening to them i'm the same um, I'm a podcaster. Yeah, and it's so weird <laughs> that most of the time the most time i get work done is in complete silence mm-hmm. and it's so weird so i'm I, you know i'm a loud person i love music i love listening to voices i love listening to stories but actually what i think is my most kind of really ritualistic thing is to actually paint in silence because i don't have that any other time in my life so so that's when i'm in the zone really it's actually i don't listen to anything i might start and then and then it might be two hours later Hunky David Bowie's finished one side and it's still silent and it's just been like oh my god that was amazing you know yeah so I, I, you do appreciate those I love those times when you can disappear into your art I mean like when I'm making a vlog this isn't in comparison to what you do but like when I'm editing a, blo- a vlog um I'm using two hands got one on my touchpad one on my mouse and I'm kind of click click drag click 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 snip snip click click drag click and you know two and a half hours can go bam and I'm like whoa uh it's dark outside already what's going on and it's because yeah, I'm yeah. in the zone um I've I find because I, I I create like uh beds for when I'm on the radio to talk over music bed is like a music you talk over and I like lo-fi I really like lo-fi I think it's yeah. that, that kind of coffee shop bloom 
Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Think really sexy stuff. So I'll find these beds, but I'm kind of like, oh, they've got like three hour long plays, songs, and I'm kind of like, oh, I can just sit and vibe to that stuff all day. It kind of really gets me going. It's, it's quite cool. That's um, really cool. Yeah. Um, here's that screenshot I took, by the way, of, of your art. It's oh, very yeah. blurry. So, uh, but that's, well, that's kind of what I took. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's been sitting. This is how, this is the, just kind of that's a weird. tiny little bit of the, in, of the kind of creator process, right? Yeah. That has been in my head. It's a show stopping piece that as you walk up the stairs into the show is straight ahead of me. And it's been, um, and, um, it's, it, I won't tell you the name, the full name, but it's, uh, it was going to be called the Reservoir or something. Um, and, and I'll come back to that in a second, but basically that's been on, it's been as a, as a landscape the whole time. Um, someone turned it round to move it slightly and it's now a portrait and it looks so much better. <laughs> I'm now going to have to go back and recurate half of the rest of the room to make, to make sure to make it make space for it it's so weird but it is there is a continual kind of creative process going on mm. so it's not just about doing the painting it's about what painting will go next to what painting what flows the story itself so the story itself is slightly different this time so it's still about it's still very much about not um what you think is there isn't there um, it's not what you think is that is is one of the neons that I've had done, which I'm very excited about. It's really lovely. It's two I love your neon long. stuff, by the way. Those t-shirts I missed out on the the ones with the. the oh, you can you can still order one of those. I can sort you out with one of those. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love them. I think they're and, so brilliant. Um, thank you. Um, but the neons I'm talking about is like a uh, light neon. You know, like oh. a Tracy M in neon. Like yeah. a yeah. So I've got I've got. I've got two of those in the show as well. And why was I telling you about those? So anyway, part of the extension of this is that the titles are actually not even titles of things that are on the moon. So bodies of water that are completely made up by me. So there's a kind of extension to the kind of, it's definitely not this. It's all a lie kind of thing. So that's, that's quite cool as well, I think. Kind of, that time, kind of like, that's definitely a thing. And then uh, it takes some people, no, it's not. But at the time, I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for having me. No, no, I, this um, has been awesome. Oh, my oh, God. Honestly. It's been, I feel, I feel like we've been meaning to do this for ages. And I love it when I'm like, you want to do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Uh, you're, love you're, that. Yeah, well, I did have a, I had a cancellation. Um, but love I, that. Got, I'll be uh, your sloppy like, seconds any day. <laughs> Don't you worry. No, because uh, the, for the listeners, we were talking like two days ago, like we need to organize something. I was kind of like, oh, I know someone that's eager to chat. So I've messaged you straight away. You were the first person I met. Thank you, darling. And if you're around with your lad on the Saturday, do come and come and see it all because I yeah, think will. it will be beautiful. I'll bring a and on, um, please, and on the and on the Friday, if you want to come to the private view, just let me know. Okay. And if anyone wants to book tickets for the Sunday for the docket thing, which is really special, genuinely very very special experience, because it'll never happen again. You know, it's just a one off one off day. Um, that is going the the tickets are on the Soden Collection website. So if you go onto my Instagram, Sam Pooley Stride, and click through on my bio, you'll get the uh, ticket information. And uh, you know, for an added bit, like make sure you follow everything that the Soden Collection are doing as well because they do a, yeah, an awful lot for local cool artists. Stuff. And, and Jonathan, uh, if you watch this, we we kind of been flirting around the idea of putting a show together for a while, but 
I, it's one of those things, isn't it? Where I'm, I'm busy, he's busy. Well, so eventually, I'll, I'll, I will get to Sir Jonathan Soden. <laughs> You're not like on the bottom of the list. It's more a case of let's let's do it properly. You know. Um, Sam, you're awesome. Thank you so much for Love you, darling. We'll see you soon, week. Alex. Take care. Thank you very much. Thank you very Bye, much. Bye, darling. Bye. See you now. Bye. Right. So that that was that was amazing. Sam is awesome, and um, that was a very last minute thing. Um, I, I was like, oh, well, a cancellation. Would you like to come on the podcast? And she was like, yes. I was like, all right, give me ten minutes, and we set that up. Um, so. I, lo- I love chatting to her, and thank you so much for, for the last-minute thing. Before we go, I want to tell you uh, a bit about uh, what's what's going on with the Biscuit. Uh, make sure you follow the Horses and Biscuit um, Biscuits episodes that we've been doing. They're kind of becoming a bit more sporadic at the moment. We were trying to do them every two weeks, but life is life, uh, and it, this is what happens with things. Um, Horses and Biscuits is where we are following the Rocking Horse production of um, the Karen Care Home um, TV pilot. Um, but it's also spread on to it's moved on to the Izzy versus Jess feature film that they're making at the moment. You may have seen the vlog uh, that I released on YouTube. If not, make sure you go check that out and give the YouTube a subscribe as well. But you, I mean, if you're watching this, you're most likely on YouTube anyways. Give us a subscribe, please. Um, but yeah, we're following everything that they are doing. Um, so that's Horses and Biscuits. Um, you'll find out, you know, you can pick up those episodes and you can learn about the progression of, of this thing that that they're putting together and it's a really cool story and we'll we'll we'll, we'll ke- continue doing that until everything is is released and uh we've got the complete story there um so that's horses and biscuits um also as well we are going to be going to a lot of festivals and events uh we were recently at kids fest at the weekend so huge shout out to uh to the, the organizers there um uh, uh, shropshire festivals of course beth heath but claire as well who's been organized who was like the, my go-to person on the emails and everyone that came and spoke to us uh we we spoke to a lot of the vendors there a lot of the, uh, timmy was um, at the studio interviewing some of the other children we put a vlog together we had a great time but also you know i want to shout say like we can come to festivals we do have a virtual studio so if you want the biscuit at an event it doesn't have to be a big huge festival if it's something like what sam is putting on if you want us to set up a table microphones and speak to people as they come speak to whoever's there please get in touch um our, our uh, email is um shrewsbury biscuit podcast at gmail.com but you can also get in touch with us via the website as well which is the shrewsbury biscuit podcast.co.uk um all of our content is available on there uh up to a point <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll update it as much as i can um but you can press play off the off the website and it will play the audio straight off there but of course all of our content is also available on spotify itunes podbean or wherever you get your podcast through and youtube too we, we've kind of released the audio on there so if there's plenty of places to catch us uh, our website is made for our good friends at web orchard i'm looking for a slide that's got the web orchard logo but it doesn't seem to have it uh there we go uh where is it <laughs> there we go it's powered by web orchard there you go you can see it there web orchard and they make an amazing website they look after the shoes with biscuit podcast and the you suck stuff that i do as well and they are great at what they do they'll make a website for anything that you need you know whether it's um etsy uh whether you have a business an event a podcast you've got a band whatever it is you need they will make the perfect website for you so go to uh, go and have a look at web orchard uh, and make, make sure you said that the biscuit sent you because uh, I get a pat on the back by by the the owner, P. White. Um, okay, I'm going to get out of here. This has been great. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to Sam for for coming and chatting to me. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>